And I was asking if I could get a, the chunk that my set's on, just to see what it's like. And see if I could use it to like send the bookers like as a highlight reel. Yeah. Yeah. But I've got um got the audio I can send you. That's pretty good, but I feel like you need the visual. I don't yeah, know. most of them want to see you like how you move on stage and which I get in a like? way, but I'm also I also don't get in a way because like what does it fucking matter what I look like? Yeah, like and it's funny because most club stages aren't that big. It's not like you're running around a theater. Mm -hmm. It's not like you have to take up a shitload of space like anywhere you go. Yeah, you're just like, well, I'm on a six by six little platform. Okay. Yeah. Fuck, show, six by six is being pretty generous. The show we did in Lewiston, they had a hole in the wall behind us that they used for like a ball throwing game. <laughs> and the guy covered it with this like brick printed wallpaper and so he was like showing us the, he showed us the back and he was like so be careful like, don't move around too much and then like the first joke I did I can't remember what it was but I just like been very animated in it like throwing my arms around you knocked it down <laughs> no I didn't but he was standing next to Deese who booked it and he's like well there goes the hole in the wall <laughs> you're like dude I didn't touch it you put a hole in the wall <laughs> yeah. what do you there yeah. goes the hole. <laughs> yeah. Great, you broke my hole. <laughs> awesome. Wow. Anyway. Anyway, it's podcasting time. It's the. It's time for that. For the weed and whiskey podcast, mm -hmm. with your host Casey Strain and your other host Josh Tiford. And our guest today is a high school buddy of mine. And local man about town. Uh, according to his t-shirt, he's a man of action. I oh, that's my old <laughs> band. It's just a nice shirt to put on to cover my nips. Is nice. uh, <laughs> our buddy Andy Rumsey is here. Hello. He's here. He's back. This is number two. Yeah. Yeah. After number one, I, uh, let's just say, well, I was telling you guys before, but we'll tell everyone now. But yeah, I hadn't had whiskey in quite some time. That's fair. That night did not turn out the way I intended it to, but it had a hell of a time. <laughs> and I didn't have to drive home. That's good. Those are like those are like good outcomes to be mutually yeah. like, you know. Sometimes it's nice to have a night that you don't intend to like necessarily go that way. Yeah. And then those nights are always good when you don't drive home. Yeah. yeah. They're character building exercises. You get home safe and not by it like Yeah. Without anyone carrying you or like, <laughs> you know, having incidents on the way home. It's just safe travel. Wake At least you remember. <laughs> like, I remember that it's good that you remember that you got it right home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it had been, I think I bought cigarettes that night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I hadn't smoked cigarettes either. And I just, I just, once I had all that whiskey in me, I just went for it. It was like your purge. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for giving me a purge. Hey man, that's, that's what we're here for. I've been accused of being an enabler before, and I'll take it. I mean, we live in a pretty, like, I mean, I guess it, there's a lot of proof out there to contradict this, but I think we live in a pretty tight-laced society, like overall. Tight what? Tight-laced. Like, I tight think people are pretty zipped up like um, we find reasons to like let loose like oh it's Cinco de Mayo bro it's right. Mario right yeah. like okay yeah but it's like 
Yeah. We should I'm, just have a uh, national drinking day. People, awesome. Yeah. But yeah. People, people do expected. need to learn that every once in a while you can just say, you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to have a day. And I think that in doing that, it cuts down on like the number of days where you go to like, you push it to a seven and a half. Right. I think going to a 10 every now and then reminds you like, okay, this is what it feels like. Yeah, okay, I don't need to keep pushing it a little bit and a little bit and, and a little like, bit. Maybe keep those to like one or two a year. Oh, I agree. It's a it's a release. It's a it's that safety valve. Mm -hmm. Like if we didn't if that's we didn't have that, there would be just murder. All that's the time. barter fair for me, man. <laughs> barter fair? Mm -hmm. That's my release. I was gonna say it should happen in a place that's away from civilization. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, if you're gonna really, really imbibe in substances being not in the city is optimal right being out like in nature like in a forest is a gr is great especially for certain chemicals absolutely absolutely yeah. all right that's our uh that's it that's our early forewarning um psa that's yeah we're getting out of the way nice and early you don't have to listen until the end this time so, once or twice a year, get real shit-faced yeah. and uh, prevent murder. Right. That's <laughs> boiling it down. Instead of purging the people around you, purge your negative emotions. Purge that demon yeah. deep down inside you. <laughs> Drown it in booze <laughs> or chemicals. Think of, it as, think of it as your sacrifice to the gods of <laughs> murder. <laughs> One way or another, there's going to be a whole lot of bodily fluids here tonight. If you're wondering what the yelling is... Uh, that was me. Uh, that's my demon trying to get out. Uh, my roommate's demon is kind of... Can I say whiny? You can say whiny. It's fine. That was my roommate's daughter. Could you imagine if you, if you did have a demon and... Sorry, I want yeah. to hear that, but mm. imagine if you did have a demon, but instead of like making your head spin around 360 and like getting all low and grumbly, it was just like, ah, it just came out. That'd probably be worse for me than, <laughs> than the classic demon. Right, it's be like, that I know what to do with this. I would not have had what do you want me to do? <laughs> I know what to do with the weird do I creep. Feed you? <laughs> shit your pants? I don't know. <laughs> What, what you were gonna say, your friends? That was my roommate's daughter. Yeah. Uh, this is the second time that she's had a meltdown because she finds a bug in the yard and assumes that it's gonna be her pet, and then puts the bug down and loses it. And loses it. Well, it's trying to get away. Right. That's <laughs> these are things you understand in your thirties <laughs> that you maybe don't get while you're six. Yeah. Sometimes it takes till your twenties for that one. <laughs> But it's like the last time it was a slug. Okay, I can see the slug one though, because they are adorable. Yeah, and they're weirdly cute. And don't ask me how I know this, but I imagine you'll you won't have to. But they're when they suck on your finger, it feels like a little tiny cat's tongue licking your skin. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Found that out. I would not have known that. Where else? I was always grossed slugs? out by slugs. <laughs> you know, I don't kiss and tell, so <laughs> talk about that one. I was always grossed out by slugs. Really? Yeah, I wasn't like gonna put salt on them to kill them necessarily. Right. Uh, but I was never like, oh, yeah, that's a cool slime. I'm like slimy. I was out. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
it doesn't come off either. It's weird. It's it's some sort of insane compound that nature has provided. Have you ever like accidentally stepped on a slug? Yeah. It takes like an hour to get yeah. that stuff off. Unless you use like steel wool and you just take off the first layer of skin. <laughs> like that stuff is so sticky sticky, like water, soap. It wasn't really? doing it. It wasn't doing it. Yeah. Hmm. It took forever. That's crazy. Probably so it can find its way home, because they have an awful <laughs> sense of direction. They just look for their trail. <laughs> do they Do they have homes? Yeah, they got to uh, have sure. homes. Imagine if you were out drinking and you, you followed the wrong trail home. Like, then you have that whole awkward <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Sorry, I thought your trail oh, was home. <laughs> or you just use one of those standard lines, like, I'm sorry, I thought there was a party here. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, I think, uh, oh, who was that? Uh, Langley was talking about that. Austin Langley, I think, right? I don't know. Uh, I wasn't at that episode. Oh, okay. But. He had a bit where, like, he was talking about... I just remember this. Sorry. <laughs> it must be the whiskey. No, um, let's... But, yeah, he was talking about just as when he got arrested because he, he showed up at someone's house and they're like why are you here he's like oh, still there was a party here <laughs> <It's> <laughs> hilarious. now when you say episode they're all right yeah. episodes of what well, episodes of lilac city live yeah right which you're the sound engineer for yeah i am the sound engineer i run all the sound live and then i mix it down after so. nice yeah it's it's been crazy yeah, how many episodes have you guys recorded now? Uh, we have five. Yeah, so December, January, February, March, and April. When's my invitation? <laughs> I'm pushing for you. <laughs> I brought up your name. I oh, that's <laughs> nice of you. Of course, man. Uh, I'm just kidding. And for that. the for <laughs> listeners who don't remember, no, Lilac City Live is the it's a it's late a night day. talk show style show in the library. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hosted by Ryan Dean Tucker oh, and okay. Sean yeah. Glasgow. Yeah. Sean Glasgow. And every, yep. And I haven't I haven't seen him in a long time, but I remember so distinctly in high school when he was rocking the Uniburn. <laughs> I thought that was the UB Slater. I remember Glasgow having a uniburn. He had okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, he had sideburns, long, like grown-out sideburns, as were popular in the late '90s, early 2000s. Mm -hmm. And then he shaved the rest of his head except for a band that connected the two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it w well, it went around too, so it was a complete like halo on your face. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, it was underneath because Matt Slater did it too. They both did it on the same day. How did I not see Slater's? Wow, that's crazy. I don't know. Man, my mind is blown. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought they called it the UB Slater. They must, well, I believe you would know. <laughs> well, I can't, I, maybe that was something else, but I'll have to ask Sean. You should come to one of the Lilac City Lives. Uh, I will, because future. this Tuesday oh. I'll be off house arrest. <laughs> it's going to be red. It's going to be a, a great day. We'll probably put this up, actually tonight, after we get done recording. We try to get them out on Wednesdays. We missed last week because, or did we? No, this is going to be that one, isn't it? Oh, I think we missed a week. I don't know. Uh, you, you pay attention to the podcast. No. You're wasting your time. So why are you in here? Yeah, I mean, like, we just do this for fun. <laughs> Although I have started a new thing, which is uh, 
any like real big name comedian that's coming by the Spokane Comedy Club, mm-hmm. I'll send them a tweet from our podcast Twitter, and just let them know that if they'd like to record, yeah, they're welcome. Right. That's all you all you got to do is ask. My buddy uh, Richard Teeman mm-hmm. uh, is doing pretty well with his podcast. It's called the Fan Show. Okay, it stands for football and nonsense. And he's had uh, the guys from Super Troopers on, uh, all the Broken Lizard dudes, and like yeah. you just gotta ask, you just right? gotta ask. Like that's his whole thing because I bit, I suck at that. Right. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, why, why not this or that? It's like I didn't ask shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, why didn't I? Why didn't I ask <laughs> in an appropriate time? When I was living in uh, Seattle a couple of years ago, uh, Doug Stanhope was on a tour. Yeah. He was going to be in Seattle, and then he had like three days between Seattle and his show in Montana. And there's all this talk in Spokane from people being like, oh, speak of the devil, that guy you talked about is calling. <laughs> yeah, keep going, keep going. I'll keep this quiet. Uh, and uh, I just tweeted him. I was like, hey, man. talking about your podcast? You, uh... Oh, yeah, it's another podcast. Yeah. I'm doing a podcast right now. I can't talk. I can't call you back. <laughs> This is awesome. Anyway, so no, I, I oh, messaged him and I was like, hey, would you do a show in Spokane? And he was like, name the venue. Like he was totally, yeah. he totally would have been down. And they all, at the time, the only comedy club was Uncle D's. So I messaged Don and I was like, hey, Don, would you Doug Stanhope? And he was like, of course. And I was like, are you fucking, like, you could charge $50 a ticket because it's a small little club. So much money. Yeah. It would be like, where you could pay him, like, the three grand or five grand or whatever he would want. Yeah. And, like, you would make a fuck ton of money. Right. And then your club would, like, kind of be legitimized again. Yeah. Because, I mean, no disrespect to any of the people that go through that club, but, yeah. like, it wasn't an A-list a- a- per se, especially toward the end there. Well, it, it had its moment, and then... Yeah, I mean, like, you could see Gabe Rutledge there, right? dude. And Gabe Rutledge, I I think, is an A-list comic. Yeah. I think the rest of this the country is slowly catching up to that realization. He's going to be at the Spokane Comedy Club. It's the first I, weekend of July. Yeah, it? the first weekend of July. That's rad. I'm not you need to check it out. You guys put that in your schedule, put it yeah. in your calendar, go as see Gabe Rutledge. As a stand-up club comic. He's like, yeah, he's not. He has I think like he's a, the top. He has a like, real life. He's at the top, like, like he's he, yeah. whoever you want to list up there. He's with them. Yeah, <clears throat> well, he won't. I don't think he'll quote unquote pop because he doesn't want to. If that makes sense, like yeah. I'm sure I'm not saying he would turn down more money, and like better gigs, but like. He's got, like, the, a wife and kids, and he has a whole life that he's doing, and he makes enough money to, like, do what he loves doing and still contribute to his family. Yeah, and there's something to be said about, uh, like, finding a healthy balance. You look at a lot of the people that really blow up, and I think it's it's people that have a unhealthy relationship with work. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, it, and that's kind of what it takes to get to a certain level. Oh, I agree. In, in a lot of ways. Right, you have to decide um, between... The job and whatever else is, <laughs> is going on in your life most of the time. Yeah. <clears throat> That's why I'll always be small beans. <laughs> you want your beans small. Nothing, nothing to do with talent or hard work. Just yeah. 
Just because I choose this. Yeah. Smaller beans. <laughs> yeah. Smaller beans take a lot less time to cook. Too. That's true. They. <laughs> Good point. You don't it's even. Like, now you don't even necessarily have to rehydrate them. Practically <laughs> legumes at that point. Oh, I like it. Like lentils. So you're uh, you, you're still doing the musics, right? Yeah. How's that going? Liking it? I mean. Yeah, it's cool. Are you doing? Do you feel fulfilled by it? Um, or I mean, like, is there more you'd yeah. like to do, or do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to be like. No, it's it's. I always feel like that sometimes. Um, uh, but at the same time, now with this new gig at the library, where uh, you know I just I get to teach lessons and you know book people to come through sometimes. Right. And doing all the Lilac City Live, and uh, it's really rewarding. So it's been actually nice to not have to rely on. Oh, right. Playing music as my sole income? Dude, for sure. Yeah. That seems like it'd be very stressful. It was, especially because I, you know, only recently got on, like, good medications and, like, started taking stuff for, like, ADD, which okay. actually super helped. And it's like, fuck, like, I mean, I did well in school and everything, and I was able to, you know, get asked to play certain shows and, like, develop a report and make at least enough money right. while I was, like... Uh, you know, just living with my dad for a long time. That <laughs> happened. But then I got on all these good meds, and I was like, holy shit, like, that's what I needed. It just needed, like, a reset. Nice. And because, you know, mushrooms are, like, really just not as safe of an avenue, at least for me, like, regularly. Like, there's always the risk that you're going to get busted or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so otherwise, I would just I would do that, like, a couple times a year and probably have the same exact benefit. But I chose the route that would just had fewer repercussions, I guess. <laughs> no, I do. So there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah. The um, problem with mushrooms is like, well, you can have them as long as they're not dried and like baggied. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, like, mm -hmm. if you go picking psychedelic mushrooms and you just have them, like in a bag, in a paper bag, and you get caught, like. You can make a defensible argument that you're just dumb. Right. And you're like, oh, no, I just picked these mushrooms. <laughs> I thought they were okay. It's going to put them in my spaghetti. Because it's not the actual mushroom that's illegal, right? It's just the psilocybin. Right. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it has, there's been really interesting research going on about what they can help with. For years, man. And I, I've experienced it. Uh, really helpful firsthand incredibly helpful like what did you... the first time in my life that i ever 100 percent truly felt loved <laughs> okay for sure damn what yeah, were you like, using yeah. it to treat depression yeah and anxiety and ptsd okay, and, okay. i yeah. mean yeah nice so got a good handle on that and going back to your original question right. though, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. but no no it's all good but but it'll um you know not having to play music uh, and rely on it. It, it. I just needed to put it in a different place. Like, I was, I didn't have a healthy relationship with music. Like, for a long time, it was like my drug, and then it stopped working. So I tried more, mm -hmm. and you know, and it just, it, it stopped working. So I've had, to, it's only been recently that actually I had like a really big breakthrough in counseling with regards to my relationship with my music. Okay. Um, and was just able to let go of like this block I was putting in front of me where I was like just kind of afraid 
to, to get out there are afraid to put myself out there more sure and had definite trust issues because of experiences like oh dude i can only trip. imagine so it was just um yeah so now i like it because i put it in a good place mm -hmm. in my life so i don't have the cart before the horse anymore nice that's good dude so, so yeah i played some breweries i get some free drinks i buy some pizza <laughs> and I get paid to do what I love, and like that's cool for me right now. And also now, just having this job and being able to actually afford new gear, dude. Being but having like a weird. stable, a good, good job, yeah, it's life changing, man. I yeah. fully understand how you mean, yeah, because like I feel the same way to a degree about my job at the Arts Brunchin, where like I had been cooking at a lot of different places and working service before, but like. I mean, and not, I don't, I'm not trying to make this like a front of house versus back of house <coughs> thing, but like, no, I get it. you just don't make as much money cooking. Yeah. And it's one thing if, if like where you work doesn't have health insurance and all that, cause then it's just like, well, fuck, you don't make very much money and you got to pay for insurance and blah, blah, blah. But like now I work somewhere where like the staff, the front of house staff tips out well and they provide health insurance. Yeah. And amazing. then. Even though it was state mandated, like, dude, I can't believe, I'll probably never, it's like a big contributing factor to the reason I won't be like a regular drinker again ever in my life is that mm -hmm. I can't believe how much money I'm spending on it. Yeah. Dude, it's absurd. It, it was yeah. absurd. Cause like now all of a sudden I've got like stacks on stacks. <laughs> I mean, I, I, do, I don't know. I don't know a better way to put it. Like I'm not, I'm clearly not trying to, not trying to say I'm like rich, but like, Dude, so like, where the fuck was all that money going? And I can tell you exactly where it was going. Right. Hookers. Hookers. <laughs> God, I wish it was going to just hookers. Buy, just buying hookers drinks. Yeah. <laughs> so it was more. going to alcohol, but via hookers. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Well, come on. No, but like, I, it's just hard to think about like how a six pack a day or every other day really fucking adds up. Especially if that's not all you do, like, if you're also going to go up to the bar occasionally. Right. And, like, when you do comedy, as I'm sure you know from, like, having done open mic and, like, the music, like, the earlier part of your music career, like, yeah. when you're just relying on a place to give you an avenue for your creative, for your creativity, yeah. you kind of want to support that place. Yeah, yeah, it's like, easy to fall into that. Yeah, and that's definitely where I was, so, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the fuck to do now, I mean... I'm, I guess I'm going to go to the club and just buy a, a popcorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, soda. Yeah. I mean, when my brother goes to the comedy club, you, you know, we, we went to Sasagora once, we went to South Crimmins. Nice. And we just, um, you know, he gets his non-alcoholic stuff and I have like a beer. Yeah, or two. yeah. what are you going to do? That's how it is for me now, dude. Yeah, it's not like they can make you drink alcohol. Like, well, why don't you get something real, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> you know Greatest sales pitch ever. Hey, puss bag, buy a drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you know that would get at least a, a, oh, it would. a percentage. Young guys. <laughs> I can remember when I worked at this Denny's in Pullman. We had 75 cent wells, and I used to get people all the time because I'd be like, you know, it's cheaper to get two rum and Cokes than a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. two yeah. rum and cokes was a dollar fifty, <laughs> and a coke was like a dollar eighty. I mean, it came with refills, but like still, yeah. Like who's drinking forty ounces yeah. of cola? Some people, some people don't. The guy, the guy's trying to prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, hey man, like you know you could get two drinks, ah, and people would be like, oh, that's a really good idea. 
Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. If you're going to lunch at Denny's uh, and you have a real job, just take a step back. Yeah, just stop. Just take a step back and think about what you're doing with your life because it's wrong. That's what the room and cokes yeah. are for. <laughs> yeah. you don't moons, have to. Yeah. moons over my hammy is for the morning after you're drinking. Yeah, or the <laughs> night of. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is like, there's so many other, like, the whole breakfast meal has really come a long way. Like, there's so many other places you could be going that yeah. if you're just, like, actually <laughs> going to, at least go to fucking Frank's. <laughs> it's not that much better, but it's in a train car. Or Jenny's Diner. They have, oh. they have good stuff. They do. Yeah. yeah. The, I'm always surprised you, that it's open. If you just want a basic yeah. breakfast, you, man, Jenny's. Oh. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, were you talking? Yeah. <laughs> Talk about that whiskey, dog. Uh, <clears throat> somehow it's the first time we've had it on the podcast, but uh, we've had other Irish whiskeys. We've had Jameson. We've had Bushmills. I think we've even had Redbreast. Mm-hmm. But we haven't had uh, the Dew. Tullamore Dew. Um, Andy, we're drinking it. It's good. It's good. It's... Um, yeah, I'm not allowed to drink it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. I'm not, um, man. Hey, quit trying to take my glass from me. Don't I tell me I live my life. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to smell it. Having taken another sip, uh, I think it's a little sweeter than Jameson. Yeah. Jameson has a, still has a little more. Little bite of that bite, that burn. Which is why I like it more than other. Uh, it smells other super just. Irish whiskey. Yeah. Like I don't know a better way to phrase that. Like, it, it a Canadian blend has kind of a distinct smell as, yeah. a, as a unit. American like bourbons obviously yeah. have a very distinct smell. Yeah. But that I mean yeah like it. It's the on it's the like, nose it reminds me of uh, not Bushmills. Yeah, I was gonna say it's very similar to Bushmills. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of the Scotch attitude. But just without the the peatiness, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least well, I'm, I'm not sure I would love with, it. With well, that's basically what Irish. That's generally is. what Irish whiskey is. It's just all everything but the peat that you get with scotch. Well, that would make sense. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I'm not. A, I'm more of a beer guy, so it's just like, oh, this is what this reminds me of. Yeah. Well, that's fine. So, yeah, so for the listener, if you haven't had Tullamore Dew, it's uh, like scotch. But then you don't get the dirt. It doesn't taste like soil in your mouth. It doesn't taste like burning dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good sometimes. It's a very acquired taste. It weirdly is. And I would say if you want to acquire it, start with like, what's the lowest grade Johnny Walker? Uh, Johnny Walker Red. Yeah, start with Johnny Red. Johnny Red is like a good, totally bearable introduction to Scotch whiskeys. Yeah. It's got some of that stank on it but it's not like aggressive. Um, yeah it's not overly peated yeah. like the other one. the other ones are like very heavy peat yeah flavor. don't start with Lefroy. it's like a scotch that went and toured a bunch of other scotch places yeah it's a blend <laughs> it's a blended scotch yeah. whiskey yeah. okay yeah. then there's the blue there's a red above that right yeah. which we've had on the podcast Thank, yeah thanks to harry j riley yeah dude whenever we have wow. harry on he like he's like i don't know i spent 50 dollars on a bottle of whiskey and you're like what 
<laughs> okay, cool. You should be on every week, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like the episodes where we'll drink the whole bottle. Because oh. you're like, I'm never going to get this again. <laughs> oh, man. Dude. Yeah. What, okay, what about the green? You should get the green on sometime. Maybe for like a super special. Yeah. Like, it'd have to be maybe or like... I'd maybe say, our next live one we might okay. do like a, a thing. Yeah, because there's no reason to not do another live one. Now that we've yeah. done it, we know how we can do it better. Yeah. Although, I mean, I think for all things, for what it, for what it's worth, it went pretty well. It just yeah. like... I think the audience members that were there didn't understand what we meant by live podcast. Right. I think they thought we were going to be doing comedy sets, and then it was just us on stage talking. Which is what's going on. Right, yeah. I mean, it's we try to make took, this I think, entertaining. I think it, it took them a yeah. few minutes to go, oh, that's what's going on. Like, like They weren't mad or anything. I think they were just... I think and to be, and to be see really more fair. anticipation for something else, and they're like, oh, well, that's it. Okay. All right. I, I also ordered something else, then. Yeah. That kind of yeah. I also feel like a lot of them were there just to watch the band. True. After the show. Yeah. What band did you have on? Local uh, 907? Yeah. That's the name? Uh, well. I don't know if 907 is right. <laughs> I should know it. I'm just Travis not... is a buddy. But uh, it's one of Travis Goulding's bands. Oh, okay. Uh, he does like heavy pedal, but that wasn't the band. <laughs> That's such a great band name. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like, wow, I can't believe I've never heard that one before. Yeah. Like, it's right? that good. Right. Like, the, you, that you found that one that slipped under the radar. Right. That's the thing, right? You figure, like, well, there's gotta be. And there is. There definitely is a band called Heavy Pedal, but. Yeah. You just, you're always like, oh, what should we name our band? Oh, no. That's gotta be taken. It is. It's taken. It's... Yeah, I remember, like, trying to figure out band, especially band names for uh, what ended up being Catholic Guilt. Yeah! And there was another Catholic Guilt in the U.S., but they were from down mm-hmm. in like... How about another one? Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Of course. I think they're, they're from down in like Utah or something. Give one to Casey. Well, he's got to build I'll a... Grab, to- I'll grab one later. He's got to build a tolerance up. Are you just... What do you... So, uh... And then... The, the weed on today's podcast is uh, is uh, this Gorilla Glue that my buddy Travis grew. It's super good. Yeah. It's, uh, he's just one of my favorite weed growers. Like, I, I got, a, I got a, a communication from a guy the last time we talked about where you should obtain your weed on the podcast. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And, uh, you know, uh, I would tell you this now, just go to the store and try to support someone, you know, like everybody, it seems like everybody knows someone that works in the industry. Right. You know what I mean? My buddy Cyrus has a farm called Conscious Family Farms. If you're at Sativa Sisters or I think Cinder downtown, buy that weed. It's super good weed. Yeah. Uh, they're doing like a premium product, which is kind of rough in today's market because people don't really understand what the fuck is going on at all. They're basically doing Johnny Walker Blue Label and above. Yeah. 
but, oh, they're not, they're but not they're fucking with the red label. No, but it's being <laughs> sold in places where people come in and go, What's the strongest whiskey you got for cheap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the metaphor, essentially. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Which Give is, me a Long Island. I don't care about that. <laughs> you got a yeah. formula for the ratio it needs to be. <laughs> right. Dude, it's like, it's like that super depressing. It's, it's super depressing. You go into the store, it's like, I feel bad for the people that work there because, like, all day, every day, it's just people are. What's the what's the highest THC for the lowest dollar amount? Yeah, and you're just like, well, that first of all, let's just dispel a rumor, right here, right now. Like, there's more going on than THC, <laughs> yes. and it's not the only thing that contributes to the high. So if you're buying weed specifically for the THC content, you're dumb. Well, they're the same people that'll smoke it, turn around, and go. That store sold me shitty weed, gave me a horrible high. Right. Well, and and the other thing, the you other caveat. Bought a the, shitload of, of like crappy weed. Right. <laughs> and he smoked it all. And the other caveat for that is that um, I'm not going to name names, but certain companies that have cartoonish logos wearing sunglasses Uh-oh. and others Shots have uh, admitted to me personally and other people in the industry that they just add Keef to their test samples to get higher results. Like, I don't want to single them out because it's kind of like widespread and rampant throughout the industry right now, but like, because the market is people going in going, oh, high THC, low dollar. <laughs> That's literally how they got the it might as, Dude, it might as well be that. Because those are the consumers, by and large. Give me big T, low money. Big T, C, low money. <laughs> yeah, like, because it's those people, the farms are, for like, by and large, oh, forced man. to, like, kind of dupe the results by adding yeah. in extra, just, like, keep into the test samples. That sucks. Now, <clears throat> I mean, as shitty as that is, there's other farms that I could go on that, like, grow the plant that they're going to give the test sample from in, like, a separate room and nutrient schedule and like environment from the bulk of the plants that they're going to package up under that same test result if i were a bigot i'd say that's gay yeah well <laughs> and you're not a bigot but you are a child of the late 90s so that's totally allowed i know i have the ultimate my sister's gay that's true it's, it's the ultimate I can oh you guys both got that huh <coughs> yeah and the red beards wow it's not like it <laughs> Weird. You guys both, it's not like it's, a, it's not a disease. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys are both out there? Are you spreading it? Jeez. I don't have uh, a sister, so I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm the only one. Because uh, my mom was like, fuck that shit. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> so, you're getting snipped, buddy. <laughs> That's always what that means. Well, I think... I'm, I think, and if, you know, you can never really validate the, the authenticity of these kind of stories, but from what I've been led to believe, I am that 0.3% chance of conception on birth control. Nice. Like, it's not 100% uh, effective, but like 997 or something. That's right. I'm that guy. Wow. <laughs> Which I, I choose to believe because there's like... How have you not claimed yourself the Messiah? Well, I mean, yeah. yeah, there's that, and then like the, the my mom got diagnosed with cervical cancer I mean, incorrectly, but was, and so the doctor told her to abort before I was born, and then another doctor was like, "No, you can take it out of the stomach, right? It can just C-section out." So there was that. 
And then I had like this weird genetic blood disease where I should have died at like 24. Mm-hmm. And I did, you know, we found it. Yeah, I think this all lines up with the Bible. Yeah, it's pretty, <clears throat> pretty sure uh, if you read Revelations. What's your middle name? Anthony. Oh, God. oh shit. Super biblical. I got a biblical <laughs> first. I don't know. I guess Anthony's not a biblical name, is it? Oh. No, I don't think so. I think it's just Italian. Well, pretty close to your story, because my dad, the was, my dad was told that he couldn't have children. Oh, really? Yeah, and he. So my oldest brother is from a different one. Of my dad, a previous marriage of my dad's. They, oh, okay. They adopted because he was told he couldn't have children, and then sure. they divorced. He got with my mom, and uh, <laughs> they had my sister, which isn't a supposedly quote-unquote why they got married but obviously that's something you can do with <laughs> if it. you do the math <laughs> if you do the math then, she was like three and then they had the yeah. ceremony but so. then my, and then like i think it was it's barely four or five months after my sister was born my mom was pregnant again with me and my dad's response when he told her was well isn't there something you can do for that this <laughs> is just knee-jerk reaction I'm sure it was financial ba- financially yeah, based. Yeah, no doubt. Gosh, shit, I gotta work overtime? I feel like that's a pretty immediate reaction from a dude right. when you like an unexpected pregnancy occurs. Right. You're just like, well, take care of it. <laughs> it's just like, okay, we'll carry the one. Oh, God, there's no way we can do this. <laughs> they, uh, they have been moving forward with a male birth control pill. Yeah. And uh, apparently it works, and there's like supposedly no side effects for the dude. Like, your dick works, and your sex drive remains intact. Which is like, if that's true, I mean, guys, might as well. Yeah. You know, if you're single and you know you don't want a kid, and all it takes is like remembering to take one pill a day, double it up. You know, like, ladies, you do it on your end. Yeah. Guys, we'll do it on our end. Or we should be, right? You know, like once it's out and by the way, like guys, then guys do it because, like, it doesn't. It shouldn't have to be any one person's responsibility. You well, know like, what I mean? As guys, we'll take the pill, but ladies, you pull out. Like yes. Yeah. Also pull, pull out. Yeah. No, pull out. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It's and called pegging. Cool yeah. No, I'm aware. It's growing. It's a growing subculture in America. It's exciting for us. Yeah. <laughs> really exciting stuff. So I just killed the conversation. Yeah, man. No, I was just thinking, you know, people say we're not progressing. Oh, yeah. We are making America (laughs) great. One peg at a time. Right. Yeah. And we've got edging. Okay, now now I need you to explain this. Edging? Edging is where you either... Usually it's a masturbatory thing, but it can be with sex, too. It's where you get right to before you orgasm and then just stop. You get right to the edge. It's mm-hmm. a tantric practice. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it has its roots in that. Like, yeah. it's a part of the tantra. Right. So you drive all the way to the store, and then you just kind of like. You then you just sit in the parking lot, and, and you, you look at it, and then you don't go in. And then you drive home. <laughs> yeah. And then you drive home. Wow. Right. Hmm. We use it a lot at work. We call each other edge lords. <laughs> like when someone's being just a snippy little bitch about things. Like, dude, don't be such an edge lord, because. No well, matter idea, what you're using well, it for, it's got to uh, be aggravating. Yeah. yeah. Well, the idea is that it's supposed to, like, the original idea of it is it's so that you don't waste your, like, 
positive energy. Like oh, you yeah. Spell it. Uh, right. And I think people have broken it down like scientifically. Like you only have so many good cells that are gonna come out, so don't waste them. Like it's that whole. You only have so many. You only get so many orgasms in your life, so don't. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. in that sense, you only get so many breaths too. Right. So breathe deep. There were some like Buddhist sects, or at least monks. <laughs> Enough of them that people talked about it, but they would kind of hold in their farts for the same same kind of reason. Like, no, you don't want to run out of wind. Yeah. You only get so much. <laughs> Save it up. Yeah. Save like, it up. Oh. Let it become more powerful. <laughs> become one with... They should eat whatever I'm eating. And when the moment's right. <laughs> I never run out of wind. <laughs> no, dude. I, I think it's all the bacon. But I'm a crop duster. Really? Bacon? Yeah. I don't know if bacon... I don't know what it is, but I eat a lot. I eat more uh, bacon than by far the average person because I work in a breakfast restaurant. Yeah. Bacon crops? And it's just like uh, I guess maybe the fatty. The yeah, fats. it's just like it's like a high. It's a dense caloric food, so like you can eat a couple strips of bacon, and, and then you're like, oh, I'm good for the next like three hours or whatever. Right. Of course, you're gonna eat more bacon because it's just there. And it's delicious. Right. That's yeah. such a it's such a challenge. Yeah. Like I have no doubt how much less I would weigh <laughs> if I didn't work with just basically <laughs> an endless bacon supply. Yeah. It's it's not a bummer because I enjoy every piece. They're saying now, <laughs> they're saying now that it's better to eat bacon than bread. Oh, it's what? way better to eat bacon than bread. Yeah. Ideally, ideally you if you get it uncured, like right. smoked is not great, but like with none of the if you can get meat that's been not cured with the pink nitrite salts, you're golden. Basically. Mm-hmm. It's just those things are very carcinogenic. Yeah, you don't want those. Uh, but yeah, I would tell you, I would tell you, you know, eat a BLT, just make it a lettuce wrap. Okay. It's just like, yeah. you're not losing a ton, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it, it's not really diminishing the end product a lot. Because it's not like you're using, like, super incredible artisanal bread. To, and if you are for your BLT, then kudos to you. Keep doing it. <laughs> but if you're just using like some some Frans or some Aura wheat, like yeah, just ditch yeah. it. Just the fucking ditch bread. it, dog. Or I mean, I guess Wonder you could bread. go gluten free on that bread. Okay. And uh, we've really gone off the rails here. But maybe well, add some, hmm. uh, you know, a, a nice slice of mozzarella, like fresh mozzarella. Oh, uh, if you have access to fresh mozzarella, yeah. put that in there with definitely. a basil leaf and oh. then you have like this Oh my thing. god, uh, like a bacon caprese sandwich. Yeah. That sounds so good. It's good, guys. That's a really mm. smart idea, Andy. It came put to the, me in the Put that on your uh, George Foreman and grill it. Oh, yeah. God damn it, we are just breaking new ground everywhere here today. I am going to break out my panini press when I get home and is it's gonna be it's gonna be a bloodbath. <laughs> really tomato juice, but <laughs> it'll be indistinguishable. <laughs> Everyone on Instagram won't be able to tell the difference. Right. <laughs> oh boy. Well we're coming into summer here. Mm-hmm. Summertime. It's, it's getting nice. It is. Uh, I knew it was summer it because really I was Sitting at the park, you guys may have seen this on the Instagram, but I did. I found two four-leaf clovers. Get out of town. 
within probably within a couple of minutes of each other and they were a couple of feet away I was just laying in the grass to park and looked down and there was one and then two minutes later I was getting my phone out to take a photo and looked, happened to look down and there was another one that's insane far man. away oh man and then on the way on the walk back home I bought a lottery ticket and didn't win so there you go we'll see we don't so know. we'll see jury's still out so that myth is busted for sure Four Leaf Clover kind of reminds me of, like, at work, when you get a double yoke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you could go your whole life, I think, as a regular egg consumer. Like, the amount of eggs a regular person eats and probably never see one. Right. I'm not saying we see them all the time, because it's like every time one comes out, there's like, oh, dude, double yoke. Like, it's like (laughs) a big deal, but it's like, I've seen enough of them now that I'm, like, getting a feel for how what the rarity on like, twins is you pick up a you pick up a an egg and you're like i feel it. this one's double this is a double yoker <laughs> maybe not quite maybe not quite like that but like it's 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 not so infrequent i wouldn't say there's like one in every case right but like they're frequent enough that you're like oh yeah cool double yolk egg that's pretty sweet and i always yeah. like i always want to go out to that table and just be like yeah. This is lucky. This is a whisper in their ear. Yeah. This, this is luck. This is lucky. And you just, <laughs> You're gonna have a good day. And today. then you just pull a fork out of your pocket and grab it. And <laughs> eat it I should eat it in front of them. <laughs> oh man. Casey, you should you should do that while we're recording. What a W? No. That smoke. Hit little. it. Come on, bro. Peer <laughs> pressure. Or you can do this. Oh, I don't think he's ready for that. That's true. I mean, uh, you could be real careful hitting it, but, you know, higher risk, I get it. No, I think I'm going to smoke the joint Andy gave me oh. la- later. Smart. Yeah. That's going to be hilarious. <laughs> you should live stream that. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there with Dan. Here I am. Yeah, maybe. Ooh. I don't know. We'll see. Because he's a lightweight, too. Yeah. Which I was, you know. There's nothing that's wrong with being a lightweight. No, that's the thing I'm most excited about. About coming back to the weed smoking team after getting off of my court order shit is like being a lightweight again. Yeah. Like I'm sure I won't ever be a full on, full on, like newly minted lightweight again. There's just been too much. Right. But like really taking like a, a fucking, you know, like a 12 month tea break or whatever, dude, like that's a big tea break. <laughs> You know, so I'm excited to, I'm, I'm most excited to go back to like, I want to like just not wake and bake anymore, if that makes sense. Like I kind of missed when it was just this thing, like you get done with work and you come home and like mm-hmm. have a bowl as you're making dinner or something and you just be high all fucking night, yeah. you know, and then maybe you'd smoke a second one watching cartoons. I'm like ready for that. And then I'm sure, you know, six months later, I'll be like, Wake and Bake's the greatest! Because <laughs> they are. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is, is they are super awesome, but, like, it you never get as high. You never get as high bakes. that day as the first time you smoke. Yeah. So, like, the first time you smoke weed that day is as high, like, the freshest, the best high. So the later you yeah, can push sure. it back in the day, the more gratifying it is. Yeah. But there is something really nice, just like we were talking about earlier about uh, how sometimes it's nice to like just cut loose. 
Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's nice to have like just a stupid lazy day. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. I don't advocate day drinking on the regular, but yeah. you know, maybe once or twice a year, you should go to Chance for AM happy hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Wait till they have a biscuits and gravy special. Though. Do they ever do that? They did. No. Yeah. I, I didn't. Don't know. I didn't. I didn't partake. I just saw the sign on the I don't know door. how I feel about biscuits and gravy at Chan's. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, but they have an AM happy hour, which just blew my fucking mind. Well, First of all, it's a Chinese restaurant, so why are you even open at 10 AM? For people getting off the, you know, that... Oh, yeah. Getting off the early shift. Is it Graveyard that goes it is. till then? Yeah. yeah. Graveyard goes to like 6. <laughs> yeah. Or 8. So, yeah, it's close enough. Yeah. Mm. It's like those small town bars that open at six in the morning. They're only open for people getting done at the mine or the mill or whatever. Right. Like the big. Oh the man, thing when that's I worked twenty four hours. Yeah. When I worked at that Denny's, dude, the guys that worked at the road at the the casino and the bowling alley, mm -hmm. they'd get off between four and six, and if they got off before six, they'd come down and they'd be like, "Dude, just pour me a drink," and you're like, "I can't." Pour yeah. your drink till six, dog, and they just start stacking twenties up on the bar. <laughs> You're like, no, I really want this hundred dollars, <laughs> but I also don't want to be fired and then lose my ability to serve alcohol for an indefinite period of time right. for the state liquor board. <laughs> I'm playing the long game here. Yeah, it's yeah. A, <laughs> smart. Mm -hmm. Speaking of playing the long game, what do you got coming up, Andy? You got anything? Anything you'd like to plug or? Um, you know, there's a Lilac City Live every month. Okay. We're going to take, I think, July and August off. Smart. But um, other than that, I mean, that's going to be happening every month, and then the second season is going to come back at Pig Out in the Park, I believe. Like a live um, recording? It's not confirmed yet, so bear that in mind, but I believe that's what's going to happen. And nice. It's Thursdays? And it's uh, it's the usually the third Thursday, but this third month Thursday. it's the twenty fourth, <laughs> and yeah. it's the volume special. It's gonna uh, be like an old telephone, I believe. Yeah, cool. Nice. And Sean and Ryan are working up some fun stuff, I believe. I'm so excited for volume. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. I know it's cool every year, but like this year it's extra cool because I'll be freshly off house arrest. Yeah. <laughs> and there was no elk fest. So. Yeah. Fucking bummer, dude. I get it, but I don't get it. It's one yeah, of those things where it's easy to criticize that decision until you have to deal with the hassle of putting on any kind of performance. Yeah. Especially one where you close down a street. Right. And yeah. There's people that live there. I was one of those people, man. I don't. I fuck the haters. Is what I gotta say about that, dude. Like. It's like, why are you living in that neighborhood if you don't want it? <laughs> right. It's a little weird if you're not willing. I to mean, that's what it. I was. It's the same thing. It's like, it's like. You know, if you live in a college town, there's always a side of the town that's for townies and a side of the town that's for kids. And if you live on the kids' side of town, then you shouldn't really be mad if someone's peeing in your yard at four in the morning. Because <laughs> it's kind of what you signed up for. Embrace it. Just yeah. Put a, a urinal. Yeah. Or something. Or like a, you know, stool with a hole. Something. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> you know. With a shovel next to it and a sign that says, please cover whatever you leave. Yeah, yeah responsibility. <laughs> like, encouraging that. Right. In the community. Absolutely. 
you got any social media outlets that you want people to access? Or? Oh yeah, I'm supposed to be plugging stuff. I mean, yeah. roundaboutly. Why the I hell just, did we have you on anyway? <laughs> I don't know. I'm starting to wonder. It's because we like you, Andy. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I hadn't seen you in a while. Well, I'm good. And I still really distinctly remember, like, one of the few performances of yours that I showed up to. Right. And you're, like, playing it, and then you see me, and you, like, acknowledge that you see me. And then I'm just like... Play that song I like from when you were in a pop-punk band in high school. And you're like, no fucking problem, dude. Of course. <laughs> Which blew my mind. Because I was like, how's he going to do that with just one guitar and a looping pedal? And you did it. And then like you were trying to explain to me how easy it was. And I was like, don't fucking ruin the magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. You're like, Josh, it only has two notes. It's all trickery. Yeah, but it's how you play them. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, let me see. My <laughs> whiskey, guys. Every time it gets me. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not as bad as the first time. No, you don't even have that much, Every really. Time. That's what I know. <laughs> I know. Thank you for pouring that. You only, had a, you only drank a quarter of a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing. Uh, let's see. I I am on Twitter. Andy Rumsey Music, maybe. Yeah. I tweet. I tweet like maybe maybe two or three times a year. Smart. Right. So, I mean, just keep them in suspense, I guess. Yeah. That's my strategy. I always yeah. leave them wanting more. Yeah. Yeah. You never know, okay, what month mm -hmm. is it going to be this year? <laughs> uh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, I post a little more. Mm -hmm. Maybe like five or six times a year. Okay. Sometimes yeah. more. You got to link that stuff. That's what I figured out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Link yeah, the Facebook the buttons. Yeah, you link them all together. My website is like a year out of date. I still have long hair. Oh, so yeah. Um, but you can go to that at AndyRepsy.com <laughs> and look at shit that is not really even relevant right now. Smart. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I'm pretty good at plugging. Yeah, you're doing I'm great. I'm putting more yeah, heat on it. Um, and then... What? Oh, I am playing May 26th at the One Tree Cider House from 6 to 9 p.m. And that's a badass place if you haven't been. Okay. It's It looks amazing inside. Uh, Where is that? It's, like, it's kind of posh, but it's like accessible. They're not snooty about it. It's, what part of town is that in? It's uh, 111 South Madison. Oh, okay. It's across from the Fox. Yeah. Just down oh. Down. Okay, now I know where it is. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's so cool, and uh, they're just awesome people there. Like, cool. Everyone that works there is so chill. And That's May twenty sixth. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So it's a Saturday. Yeah. I'll probably go because I haven't been out yeah. of my house for things in so long. Yeah. Some, yeah. It's just a badass place, and they have I mean one tree cider. Their lemon basil is it's fucking transcendent. It's so delicious. Hope they got real good soda. <laughs> they do. do well, they I'm talking basil for... soda. <laughs> Get, just bring your own basil. You <laughs> <laughs> got lemonade or whatever. A Sprite. Um, but no, they have delicious pizza and amazing okay. pretzels and dip. They they take this. It's like a stone ground mustard, if you will. Sure. And you will. <laughs> and they pour so in so. the lemon and basil. But just a little, like it's no, like I understand. Just for the taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. And they stir it up, and it's so good with the little pretzel bits. 
We sell it with bits. They have whole pretzels that you can get. I'm going to talk about their food. That's Let's fine. For the next yeah. half hour. Mm, buckle in. Maybe a lot, but I won't stop it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I, I want to see where this goes. Yeah. But no, just delicious food. And pizza. Tight. And board games. Oh, and yeah. live music. My friends just had their CD release party there. I'll right. plug them too. Their uh, their group is Marco Polo Collective, and it's a two a two piece. Okay. Acoustic guitar and cajon, and then some other auxiliary percussion stuff. Sure. And they just have really cool, thoughtful, smart lyrics and good good vibes. Hell yeah! And they just mixed their EP that they released. Nice. It was, it was awesome. Um, meaning that I just I, they haven't had a CD ever like that so check it out find it it's called Commiserize you can contact them on Facebook and then uh, you know see see the play yeah. Casey what do you got I've got um, I'll be at the dope show the dope show dope show the dope show uh, this Sunday May 20th at the Spokane Comedy Club uh, Greg Beachler's on that if you haven't seen him in a while if you're a Spokane comedy uh, fan he's coming back from Seattle to do it along with Jared Barad <clears throat> Andrew Rivers and I believe Patrick Higgins is on it too oh yeah yeah I like Patrick he's so, a nice guy pretty what, fun lineup what time is that? 8pm uh, uh, yeah shows at 8 doors at 7 uh, you can find it on my just find my Facebook page if you're looking for the event. Because cool. I just shared it. <laughs> Sweet, that's another trick. Yeah, so I'll be that's I'll be, awesome. at the, be at the dope show this weekend, and then June second I will be on the main stage at Art Fest in Brown's Edition at Coraline Park. What time Doing is that going to be? Uh, it starts. We're f- Ryan McComb and I are uh, filling the time between five around five and five thirty. Okay. So, right by the beer garden. Because I just remembered, like, that's the same weekend as Volume. Yeah. So, like, I want to go watch you, like, all the different comedians, but... Yeah. Uh, volume. But, yeah. You know? Yeah. Ryan McComb and I will be there Saturday at 5, and then on Friday, the day before, Harry J. Riley and uh, Phil Kopsinski will be doing that time that Friday evening. Okay. Uh... uh yeah, those are all, and then always, as always, come to guffaw yourself. Yeah, guffaw o- yourself. Open mic comedy at Nito Burrito every Thursday, right around <clears> ten <throat> o'clock. You know, ah, give or take, mostly I got, take. I got a time thing, so. Right, <laughs> Casey's on island time. We've been over this. It's not even island time. It's just, I grew up in a time zone that's twenty minutes slower than everyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's one of those in-between ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Uh, but yeah, be my friend on Facebook and Instagram. Go to my Instagram and see the photos of my four-leaf clovers I found. Uh, there's already one comment up saying that it looks like I photoshopped it. But if you know me, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I don't know, know how that would even be possible for me to pull off. There's just no trust anymore. <laughs> right? No trust. What about yeah. turds? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so just find me doing stuff. Thanks. Yeah. Josh? Uh, you know, it's... You got a big day coming up. I got a big day coming up on the 22nd. I'm getting off a of house arrest. I went in for my last check-in today. 
And I was like, mm. they're like, okay, what time? When you go schedule your time to get off house arrest? And I was like, well, okay, I'll 5 work. 5.30 a.m. No, that's the thing is, I was work. I was like, I work Tuesdays. That's my the last day of my work week. So I was like, I'll come in after work. And the lady was like, you don't want to come in before work? And I was like, oh, that's an option? <laughs> like, it hadn't even crossed my mind. Because they do get there at 5.30. Oh, like, shit. The one guy gets there at 5.30. No and I was like, get the fuck out. I can come in in the morning. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, don't you want to? And I was like, I do now. <laughs> so at 7.30 a.m. on May 22nd, I will be off house arrest. And uh, I gotta, then I'll go to work. And then I'm rescheduling my group for a different day because I'm I got a whole day I'm gonna work and then I'm gonna get off work go to Incrediburger uh. get some burgers because the day I got on house arrest was the cold open like my boss called me at 3.30 as I had just been freshly minted with my ankle bracelet <laughs> and was like hey if you stop by Incrediburger free burgers and I was like cool I wish I would have known that literally at any other point in the day. <laughs> before I just got put on house arrest because now I can't go do that so thank you so I'm going to go in there and I'm just going to be like uh, I'm here for my cold open free burger <laughs> I see let me tell you what happened and see if they'll do it which I don't even give a shit because I get 50% off so just yeah. live stream and it's fine it'll be great yeah. uh, and then I'm going to go see Infinity War that night so if you want to go see Infinity War come out on Tuesday Tuesday uh okay. I think the only showing is at 9.30, but I don't, that's fine. It's whatever. I'm going to go to one of them. Yeah. And then, comedically, I'll be out at all the open mics for the next little bit, because I'm fucking ready. I need to get ramped back up, because in June, it's just now time where I can say these things, because they're a month out. Um, on the 16th of June, I'll be hosting the Mark Morris's show at the Hogfish. Nice. Get my get my feet back ready to go and then the following week <clears throat> the 21st 22nd and 23rd i'll be hosting at jokers in richland and i'm pretty stoked about that because there's nothing like driving to the tri-cities and back each day <laughs> it's not that they it's not because they don't provide a hotel which they don't and that's they certainly don't need to it's just because i can't take the time off work right so I'm going to, you know, like, leave work, <laughs> drive to the Tri-Cities, then do my five minutes, <laughs> and then drive home, essentially. But it's worth it. It's, worth it. it's mm -hmm. fun. It gets you out there. Uh, Jerry Dicker. Not Jerry Dicker. Why did I say <laughs> Jerry Dicker? Because he's so involved in Spokane and all that. Yeah. But Dave Tribble's booking the features there now. So, you know, I want to go out and maybe record a five minute so I have a good five minute thing to put together for the submission things. Yeah. And uh, hopefully get on there as a feature because I think I'm ready. I feel like I'm for sure ready to start min minimum road featuring, if not headlining, like shitty bar gigs. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like, everybody who does comedy knows what I mean. Like, you, at a certain point, you're ready to just do 45 minutes to like the eight people who happen to be there. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, keep an eye out for that. You can follow me on all social media platforms at Shimshammy. S H A S H A S H I S H. Oh my God. <laughs> Sobriety is killing me. Reset the Shammy. Shimshammy. S H I M S H A M M I E. 
Uh, that is the name of my currently inactive Torin Shaman on the US Agrimar <laughs> server for World of Warcraft. I sent out this entire expansion, which makes me kind of want to come back for the next one, but I probably won't because it's been really good not spending enough the same amount of time as a part-time job playing that game. <laughs> Yeah. Basically, you can't like play WoW at like a decent fun level and have a, like a hobby. Com you know, like that has to be the same amount of time you're giving comedy. Right. And I'd rather do comedy. It's much more rewarding. Um, and and uh, well, there's that raid that just. I agree. I totally fucking agree. But and I've never <laughs> even played it, but I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> there are, but you know, they've really dialed it back and made it much more accessible, which is cool in a way. But it also makes when you do it much much less significant, right? So that's also not cool. I remember playing it like World like World of Warcraft two. That's when I stopped. Oh, Warcraft two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, before all the WoW. So, but I mean, I couldn't remember it. Like you could just jump right in. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds like they're they're trying to. They're bringing that back to a degree, which is cool in a way. And then if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the podcast, send us an email at Weed and Whiskey Spokane at gmail.com that's also our uh, Instagram handle Weed and Whiskey Spokane and we are still on Twitter at Weed and Whiskey 1 curses to you <laughs> girl who hasn't tweeted in over three years with the hashtag with the name at Weed and Whiskey even though there's a Weed and Whiskey TV who own Weed and Whiskey com and uh, I think they've probably got that Twitter handle because they have money and are a lot more active. Right. <laughs> so uh, keep an eye out. We commissioned some artwork. We're going to be changing yeah. up our social media artworks and maybe some stuff on our website. So that'll be dope. Uh, local graffiti artist Zemek too is doing that for us. If you see the graffiti awesome. that's like the, the rock yeah. hands, you know what I'm talking about? That's yeah. that guy. He does mm -hmm. the I remember uh, that. Yeah, so I commissioned him to do some pieces for us so that way Casey and I each have one. And then hopefully, I, t I mildly talked to him about letting us use them <clears throat> as branding, but I didn't go too fully in depth on it. Right. I don't think he'll have a problem. Um, other than that, thanks for coming by, Andy. Pleasure, thanks, sir. Thanks, Andy. Pleasure. Oh, Look forward to recording not at my house <laughs> next week. Not that we don't have, not that we can't, but. Yeah. It'll be nice to not. Uh, Just uh, five more days. Five more days. Six. Five, five, whatever. I mean, Tuesday morning, so it's basically like I wake up and could go out there to get it off. So I don't right. know. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only reason I was going to do it later is because, like, on Tuesday, I don't have to drug test if they call my number. So I wanted to, like, call in and be like, ah, I don't fucking care. <laughs> it's just $20. I hate spending. Because the thing is about the legal system is they never take your word for it, mm -hmm. which I get, but it's like, I'm not smoking or drinking. They're like, well, still pee in this cup so we know. Mm -hmm. I'll be really happy to not have to pee with a guy in the same room as me. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, you know, if you need to wean off, though, I'm there for you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs>